Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son. And we're talking bears. All right, nephew, how you doing, man? What's going on, Unc? I'm I'm all good. I'm all good. Getting pumped up. Getting pumped up for this 2023 season. We we down to the we down to the 53 man roster. We preseason's over with. We got to see some good things, man. Now we get this little week off for our guys to get ready, and I'm pumped for the season open. I'm pumped, man. Hey, we need to take some green and gold and smear it all over the ground mm-hmm. and make it green, gold, and red. We need to hit them hard. Make them bleed, man. I may be a little excessive there, but you know, we got to do it. <laughs> it happens. It's football. It happens. Yeah. Um, you're right. And I think we'll come out strong. I'm looking forward to us winning our division this year. So opening up against the Packers, who of course is our rival. We want to get that W no matter what. But um, hey, I'm just looking for us to come out and beat all these teams in our division. And this is this is gonna be the way to kick it off. So I'm excited about it. Um so what are you thinking? What do you what have you thought about the uh the moves for the for the 53 man roster? What have you thought about some of the ads and and drops? You know, it 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 was tough. It was tough, but here's the you know, and, and I don't think we had we didn't have 90 guys that that should that should be on the roster. Okay, Absolutely. there was there were camp bodies out there, Absolutely. but we had a few guys: Travis Gibson, Nasimba Webster. Uh, guys like that who, you know, even uh, who, who deserve to be picked up, Doris Fountain. And some of those guys got picked right up. And that's that's starting to be a different thing where other teams want guys we cut. Um, that's a that's a you know, that's a difference from where we've been. We've we had gotten to the point where if you weren't in our starting lineup, you might not be wanted by anybody. Um, so we, I think that's huge growth for us. It's huge growth. What do you think about this offense, man? Um, I like it. And I, I, to harp on what you were just speaking about, I'm absolutely with you on that. Um, we, we didn't have 90, 90 plus guys that deserve to be on a team, but that's definitely a positive trend. And I'm glad they've been able to correct that because you don't want to say, Hey, the guys we have as backups or the guys on our bench, or even sometimes, some of the starters, it's like you're not wanted by any other team. So it's, it makes it begs the question, like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Because most of the people in the world, like such as myself, I like football. I'm not valued by any NFL team. So it's like you can put me on the Bears, but <laughs> we don't want guys like that. We want guys that are actually good players that are valuable to the game that could be good on any team. And we're, and we're finally getting there. We're finally getting there. Um, Excellent. The offense, I'm excited, man. I, you know, Something I was really happy to see was the backup QB slot being taken by Bajan. So it says we got here Bajan and Fields as our as our quarterbacks, and I was happy about that. Um, I like the other guy, but I feel like Bajan looked more comfortable out there. I liked a lot more of what I saw from him, and I think him being the backup to Fields, I think is great. I think he's the guy. You know, he was um, he was uh, the Division Two record holder for both yards and touchdowns. And I kind of feel like when he was out there, he looked like uh, or gave me the impression that he's thinking, I've never thrown the ball to such great receivers. He was playing with a bunch of Division II guys, and no offense to Division II guys, but most of them aren't going to 
make it in the NFL or even get asked to play in the NFL. Right. They might be camp bodies, but um, he was out there proving that he is a true NFL talent. Right. And you know, and that's, and that's, that's a great story. I mean, not just for him, but just for the game, you know what I mean? That's, that's really what it's about. So we want to have guys out there like that, that, that can produce. And it's a, it's a great story for him, but absolutely. Absolutely. I can only imagine how he feels out there now with DJ Moore and Mooney and Claypool and, you know, even some of the backup guys, even like you said, some of the camp bodies, I'm sure were, you know, were more talented than what maybe he's seen over his uh, collegiate career. For sure. For sure. So he's throwing to these guys that are far and above what he had. Right. Of course he feels comfortable. He's like, right. wow, <laughs> it right. doesn't get better than this. Right. And, you know, the other thing, you know, like last year when we found our guy Jack Sanborn as an undrafted free agent, again, Poles and company uncovers talent where everyone else looked past him. He was an undrafted free agent. Poles and, and company finds this talent and gets it without using a draft pick. And legit, this guy is our backup quarterback, earned the job over two veterans. Right. Earned it. He yeah. didn't get given that job. Not at all. He took it. Not at all. And that's and that's what the talk was. Uh, the people watching the games, checking in, giving giving their feedback. Uh, that was that was pretty much a consensus. You get what I'm saying across the board that he he earned it. He went out there and got it. Um, so I'm happy about that. Moving to the running back room, we've got who we got Dante Dante Foreman. Dante, how does he pronounce his name? Because I, I think he's pronounced it Deontay. I thought so too. I'm bad with names, man. So forgive me on we're talking bears because until it's I, not frenetic. It's, it's not, not frenetic. But you know what? And to segue for a minute, you know, in sports, man, and you have to once you get to be really good, they start pronouncing your name right. I remember Pedro Stojakovic was pre-drag when he first came into the NBA, and it was like okay. But once he started hitting all those threes, they're like, "This guy's really good. We need to start saying his name the right way." There right. you go. So, all right, we got Deontay Foreman, Khalil Herbert, Travis Homer, and Roshan Johnson. What do you What do you think about it? We We lost. You know, um, I, I feel good about that running back room. Um, I'm not a big Travis Homer fan, but you know, hey, he earned a spot. Yeah. Uh, the first three, the crazy thing is any one of those guys could start. I mean, Khalil Herbert, he had most yards per carry in the NFL, so he is the starter by right. right. But if Dante, Deontay Foreman or Roshan Johnson were starting, I'm not mad. I'm not those either. guys run hard. I, I agree. I agree. And I actually like Roshan Johnson a whole lot. I know, like you said, Herbert has got it. You know, that's his spot to, to, to lose. But – um. I'm excited to see what these guys are going to do, specifically Roshan Johnson. He's kind of the guy I'm looking forward to to, to kind of be – I don't want to say a sleeper because we all know he's, he's talented. But um, with having Deontay Foreman that was picked up and Khalil Herbert already, him being the third back that we had, you know, picked in the draft, I expect him to, to do more than a third, you know, a third back on, on the team. I think our running back room is nice. Um, I can resonate with you on the uh, Travis Homer, but, um, hey – I feel like if he's running behind these guys and that's the type of energy we have in there, maybe, maybe posing them like other times, know something I don't know. And they, you know, and they've uncovered some talent and he just needs to be given the opportunity. So either way, man, I'm, I'm excited about the offense. I mean, we're going to keep going down this list here. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, can't forget our boy, the fullback. It's part of that room too. Kerry blessing. Kerry blessing game. It's part of that room too. <laughs> I'm still. I'm hey. excited we kept him. I'm. I'm excited that they're still heavily 
uh, committed to, to running the ball. It's not like we, we got Justin Fields, we went and got receivers, and now we're just going to be throw crazy. They still clearly are dedicated to running the football, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Kari Blasting game being a foot. What are they going to do with us this year now that Justin Fields has weapons as a receiver? He has a, a nice running back room. He himself was setting records last year and probably would have set a new record if he did, if he would have played the last game. Um, and you have somebody like Blasting game who just for extra, just for extra embarrassment and insult to add insult to injury, as they say, you throw him in there and let him knock some guys out too, as we keep running the ball down the field. Hey, I like Blasting game one because he, he he's a pancake artist, man. He's pancaking guys. You know, we, we need to like do a, 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 a gift for him with some syrup pouring it on these guys. He pancakes. <laughs> he's, he's, I love that, man. That's, that's yeah. to me, that's what football's about. You're on offense. Go level somebody, you know, yeah. flatten them out and, and let them know you're, you're here to lead black. And, and that's just beautiful. Uh, I think with an improved offensive line, you know, he, he's going to get even more opportunities to, to wipe somebody out. But I also like, you know, what was that? The first play of the, the I think it was the first play of the preseason, they throw a, a pass to him out of the backfield. And that's something we haven't used. That's one right. of his talents he can catch right. uh, and run with the ball. And, you know, that, that that's, you know, that just makes it even more. Because just because he's back there and you think uh, he's going to block, he can chip a guy on his way out take the ball and turn it upfield. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm excited about these changes we've made. I feel like um, Fields is going to have weapons. I mean, now it's almost just like, you know, come out here and, and produce. We put people around you. And, of course, there's still areas of improvement always. But, um, hey, I'm expecting them to do great things. Uh, the receiver room, uh, the, the final receiver room, Chase Claypool, Vedas Jones Jr., Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore, uh, Unquinemius, St. Brown, and Tyler Scott. What do you think? Hey, you know, think about the past. Like, EQ was our number two, and then even at one point when Mooney went down was our number go. one. There you go. So yeah. you take a guy that was the number one, and he's now the number five. You've changed the receiver room. Right. You, you, your talent level is so much higher. I mean – Claypool, better than EQ. DJ Moore, better than EQ. We knew Mooney was better than EQ. You're, 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 you're working your way up. You know, I'm hoping, uh, uh, you know, I don't think Vellis is the returnment. But uh, if he, he, he can, he had phenomenal numbers as a receiver and as you know, a gadget guy getting the ball. He he had, I think, something like 200 yards and a touchdown on on a handful, less than 20 carries. Maybe it was 15 or 16, and that's just phenomenal. If I can give you the ball 40 times or 50 times a season, whether it's a handoff or a toss, and you can come back with you know a half dozen or, you know, eight touchdowns, that's, it's not fair. And then you, you're not talking about what DJ Moore, Mooney, uh, Komet, all these other guys, Herbert, <laughs> all these other guys are going to contribute. This is, this is a guy way down on the depth chart 
that you have to game plan for when he shows up because he can just throw a touchdown on the board from doing you 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 know he touches the ball once and he gets 50 yards he's yeah. just uh he's he's very dangerous they need to continue to use they need to continue to script things to get him the ball once a quarter you know just that's it just give him the ball put the ball in his hand once a quarter you you don't have to get it a lot let him get four touches a game couple runs couple passes and, and that's going to hurt a team right absolutely absolutely uh what we got on the tight end the tight end uh Cole Komet, Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tanya no, no surprises there <laughs> no surprises there man 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 and that, i remember that, last year, i'm expecting Komet to to benefit also from having other weapons out there to benefit extremely um from the o line Man, you th you saw last year, like when Chase Claypool showed up. Although he wasn't big on production, but just because you had to cover him, absolutely, Komet's numbers went through the roof. What it was it? Five touchdowns in three games, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like yeah, five touchdowns in three games. And what is he gonna look like when they have to double cover DJ Moore? Yeah. Yeah, and with Darnell out there, and what is that? Justin Fields like? isn't just going to run all over you anyway. So yeah, I, you, yeah. you know, I think Fields runs when it's wide open. You know, and if it's not, I think he lets the ball go, I and, and that's going to be devastating. And I, I like the fact that we're using a lot of screens in preseason. We need to. Forte used to make a living. Peyton, all yeah. of those guys made a living. The Bears made a living on screens. Uh, and we have a very active offensive line who gets out and runs and does zone blocking. Let them get out there and knock somebody silly and open up a – I mean, the screen for us is a devastating play for the other team. Right. Right. Yeah. And let's talk about this old line now. This old line. <laughs> right. So we got Larry Bourne, uh, Jatir Carter. Uh, Nate Davis, Dan Feeney, Tevin Jenkins, Braxton Jones, Doug Kramer, Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair, and the the extremely coveted pick, Darnell Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Darnell Wright. Hey, I mean, you know, you start with the the pick. So you make all these trades, you get all this capital, you get DJ Moore. And then let's flat out, you got the best tackle and in, in, uh, best rookie tackle that's out there. You know, I, I'm, he was always not a left tackle. He's played left tackle. He went up in the SEC against the toughest pass rushers, guys that went early in that first round, many of them ahead of him, and none of them got a sack against him, not one. Right. And that's what we picked up. Then you talk about uh, um, uh, uh, picking up the new. I forgot what was a free. What's his name? The the new guy we just picked up. Free. Is it? Who was that? It's the the new guy we just picked him up. Uh, my bad. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Dan Freeney. Dan Freeney. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we just traded for him. Poles is still active. Just okay. traded for him. We had so many injuries. Paul's okay. trades for this guy. This guy started 
two years at guard and one year at center made every game healthy for the Chargers. Right. What are you going to say? Right. You know, uh, he ended up being a backup when he went to the Jets, but he started several games. But this guy's, he's, you know, that's our replacement for Sam Mustafer. Right. And that is a serious upgrade from Sam Mustafer. Y'all know I like Sam, even though he was, you know, he was a he was a UDFA that wasn't great. He was serviceable, but he he was good at run blocking. Right. You know, yeah. we 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 were the best run offense out there with Musty, yeah. but it was time to move on, and we definitely got a much better guy to back up our guy. And, and so that just brings more talent. So what what are you going to say? I mean, and, and then we get Nate Davis. We haven't even really seen him play. Right. We haven't seen him do anything. So right. we, we're waiting to see uh, what the big free agent haul is. Right. You know, um, man, and Tev, Tev is injured again. But I think that's why he got uh, this Freeney guy because Freeney played three his first three years never not a single in not a single major injury started every game. Got to have a guy like that. Right. So Tev's great, but Tev's body doesn't hold up. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and Larry Borum, what do you think? Not Larry Borum. Um. Uh. uh sorry. <laughs> Braxton Jones. What do you think about Brax? Oh man, I'm ready. He's gonna be a dog. I'm ready. Braxton Jones, I like. I like. I'm not going to lie, man. I, I feel like this year, I feel like offense is not going to be our issue. I mean, even last year, we were extremely competitive with with the terrible offensive line, which let me not say terrible because we were the number one run team. But I think that still didn't mean we had a great offensive line. Um, but now, we're, I feel like now what teams are going to have to worry about is being able to keep up with us as far as the production that we'll have out of our offense. Um, so I feel like if our defense can be serviced, if we can be kind of like middle of the road on defense, I think we're going to be a hard team for anybody to beat. I think we can. I think we're going to be able to compete. I mean, week three, we got Kansas City. That's going to be a dog fight. Right. Um. I don't think we I, – I don't feel like we get blown out. I'm not saying we're on Kansas City's level, <clears throat> but I am saying I'm glad we catch them early in the season. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that they – I think they're going to know they were in a football game. Right. Right? I don't, I don't see – you know, I don't see us uh, – I mean, think about what the team we had last year, we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Eagles. Right. You know, uh, we couldn't finish the deal, but we fought. You know, I think I think we can get in there and fight with Kansas City. We're not, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying we're going to beat Kansas City, but I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a boring, sad affair where we're, you know, depressed. I hope not, because that would be terrible. But and I I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I, I feel like. Uh, Really, what I'm most what I'm most interested in seeing in that is is how our defense fares against them, because I feel like our offense, even though you know we might not score every time, but I feel like our offense is going to be tough. And I feel like when one when maybe one thing isn't isn't a maybe a mismatch on that particular game, or we have so many options, you know what I mean. So I think as long as we uh, strategize 
you know, as long as we have good play calling, our offense is going to be tough. You know what I mean? So I just want to see how defense can, can fare against teams like the Chiefs is really what my concern is. That's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah, yeah, no, I, I think our offense is going to be tough, and, and I think the defense will be serviceable. Um, you know, again, I don't see us falling out of the top eight teams as far as running the ball, even though we're going to throw more. I think, I think with the running crew we have, we're going to be able to move the rock, um, and, and that just sets up. You know, exciting pass. If it's second and three, and you got Justin Fields and he drops back, if you blitz everybody, DJ Moore's open. And if you don't blitz everybody, then Justin can sit back and take his time. Neither solution is good for your team. Right. Right. So, and just because you blitz everybody doesn't mean you're going to get to Justin. And let's be real, he was turning. He was turning broken plays into touchdowns last year. If you don't send everybody, he can easily just walk to the first down and figure out on the next play. <laughs> and if you do send everybody, he's faster than everybody you sent. So if he gets out of that pocket, you know, let's say you send six, and you're like, yeah, we're going to overload. We're going to send six. Somebody's going to get through. He's shaking off defensive ends before. If he gets out of that pocket, None of those six guys are catching. Nope. So now you've you've got people out there who can run block and Justin Fields versus five guys on a wide open field. You might not even need a block. You, you might know, not even it, need a block. You might you not might even, not need, even a block. need a block. You, 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 you've seen him. And then DJ Moore's the same way. We saw him on that first play. We saw him catch the ball for the Bears. He outran the entire defense, too. Right. He just he just took off, and there were four guys parallel with him when he took off. And you know, within ten yards, they were out of range to to dive. Yep. yep. It's a beautiful thing. I yep. can't wait to see this offense. I can't wait to see it hurt the Packers. Right. I I want us to drop thirty five on the Packers. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. And I don't see hey, it's our division this year. For sure. For sure. Hey, well, I'm Uncle. Now I'm Nephew. And we're talking bears. Rex, can you say we're talking bears from a podcast? We're talking bears. There we go. <laughs>